0: Welcome to Visa Navigate Samia, a Visa podcast that brings you the latest insights, perspectives, and trends that are defining the world of commerce and payments across Central and Eastern Europe, Middle East, and Africa.
1: Samia for short. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us. My name is Otto Williams, Senior Vice President, Head of Products, Partnerships, and Digital Solutions for Visa Central and Eastern Europe, Middle East, and Africa. At Visa, we've seen how loyalty programs play a significant role in strengthening the relationship between banks and their customers, leading to increased satisfaction, retention, and profitability. With me today is Gavin Dean, founder and CEO of Reward, a leader in loyalty programs. Reward originally created loyalty schemes to help football supporters get close to the action of their favorite club. Reward has gone on to serve hundreds of retailers in 20 countries across three continents and some of the world's largest banks and financial institutions, including a partnership with Visa that we will explore in our discussion. Thank you for joining us, Gavin.
0: Thank you for having
1: me. Gavin, before we get into some of the latest developments in cardholder loyalty programs, can you give us an overview of what loyalty programs have traditionally entailed?
0: Thanks, Otto. Before I talk about the traditional loyalty programs, I'd like to share with you two mind-blowing stats about loyalty so that you and your listeners can understand the importance that loyalty plays in commerce and payments. The number of loyalty program memberships will exceed 32 billion globally in 2026, a growth of 33%. The research also predicts that the value of consumer credit cards globally will increase by 15% to $108 billion by 2026. This is massive. Loyalty isn't a small niche industry, but one that's playing a pivotal role in our everyday lives. I think that the reason for this huge increase is because we're about to see the largest transformation in loyalty since the first use of plastic cards from when American Airlines started using them in the 1980s. In fact, we predict that the convergence of commerce and payments will lead to the end of traditional loyalty programs, giving way to a new wave of digital first customer engagement programs and ones that hopefully Visa and Reward will do together. So to answer your question, I'd like to just look at the traditional loyalty programs and break them up into three different distinct, but obviously interconnected parts. Number one, purpose. Why is a bank, why is a retailer launching a loyalty program? What are they hoping to achieve? Number two, the rewards. What are you going to reward the customers with? What is going to make that customer change their buying behavior? And then three, the delivery mechanism, how do you as a program operator tell the consumer about the rewards, get them to change their buying behavior, give them the rewards, and then get that consumer to feel good that they've received those rewards, that they want to do it all over again. So traditional loyalty programs have been in place for 200 years, generally aimed at achieving three key strategic objectives. Obviously, number one, acquiring new customers, bringing new customers in through the door. The second one, persuading existing customers to spend more money. And then the third one, get them to come back and spend more money over time. But this is all about to change, and I'm gonna tell you a little bit more about that later. The way in which customers have been rewarded has not really changed either from discounts and cashback and coupons and buy one get one freeze. We've seen this for all our lives and our parents have seen it in all their lives. Obviously, the use of data over the last 20 years has changed the game, where people are receiving a lot more personalized offers, they're receiving it in a more timely way, but. Personalization was really the purview of the big loyalty programs that could invest a lot in their programs. But now, technology has enabled personalization to happen at a much cheaper price point, which means more and more loyalty program operators can deliver more and more personalized offers to their consumers. And thirdly, which has been the most exciting change, I think, in the industry, is the delivery mechanic. And that's been in constant state uh, of change over the last 200 years, and never as much as the last 20 years. If you think about it, it started off with copper tokens 200 years ago, and then it evolved into green shield stamps and green stamps in the early 1900s, food ration stamps in the 1940s, where people were using it during the second world war to drive people into stores. And then in the 1980s, we suddenly saw card-based loyalty programs coming in. And these card-based loyalty programs changed the loyalty industry, started capturing data. However, in 2005, Amazon launched Amazon Prime, which many of us now love and use all the time. And that was really the first digital loyalty program globally. And from 2005 to 2023, we have seen a proliferation of digital loyalty programs. And that's mainly due to one, the digital revolution, and two, the widespread adoption of mobile phones. Because now, instead of delivering messages to people's desktop or laptop, you can actually deliver messages into their hand wherever they are. And this transition means delivering rewards has removed much of the friction of the journey and increased the relevance and personalization to the consumers. Now, consumers can have their loyalty tracked and rewarded in a digital environment. This is obviously not only convenient for the customer, but it also simplifies operations for the merchants who no longer need to produce and distribute loyalty cards, of which there are 6.5 billion out there, which is just mind-blowing or invest in point-of-sale technology, and even worse, training all the staff. Digital loyalty programs are cutting a lot of the cost out of running loyalty programs. They're bringing a lot of satisfaction to the customer through a simplified journey. And we are seeing that the younger generation are increasingly seeking rewards that are more personalized and reflective of their lifestyles.
1: That's incredible. And you've talked about a few... number of incentives that you know consumers are now uh, being exposed to are these incentives holding up or are you finding that consumers are demanding more so
0: consumers are always going to demand more and in fact when you look at consumers you can break out the the gen y's and z's from uh, their parents Um, and the the gen y's and the gen z's have a different type of attitude towards loyalty towards shopping towards spending their money. And I think that the loyalty programs of the futures and the ones that are going to win are going to be the ones that evolve with the needs of the consumer. So yes, the existing programs, I think a lot of them are still going to survive and service a market, but actually the ones that are truly going to thrive are going to be the ones that will change their purpose to be in line with what the Gen Zs and Gen Ys want, will change the rewards to make it more relevant and change the delivery mechanic so that you work with them to be where they are, not try and take them to to where you want them to be. What I mean by that is... A lot of the loyalty programs like to have their separate apps and separate experiences, whereas the consumers want a frictionless, simple way. And what we've seen as a major change in the industry is card linking, where consumers can link their loyalty programs to their Visa card. And then every time they shop, online, in-store, they can automatically get rewarded. And what those rewards are will depend on the program. But taking that friction out of the program to make it as simple as possible is what is gonna win in this industry.
1: I like that idea of card linking and making it really seamless and taking the friction out of it as well. And what is reward doing differently? Um, what, what are some of the innovative things that you're doing in this space?
0: Yeah, it, it's a great question. And I think from the... Right at the top, we're a purpose driven business. And we believe that you could do good by doing good business. And we have uh, a vision, which is that we want to make everyday spending more rewarding. And we focus on giving the customer back as much as possible. And in fact, in 2018, I made a pledge to give a billion dollars back to consumers in rewards by 2022, which we did in April of 2022. And then we made a new pledge to give three billion dollars back by 2025. And it's that focus on really rewarding the consumer that's helped us design programs that are relevant for the consumer, because if you want to give that type of money back, you've got to understand what they want and what they need. Otherwise, they're not going to change their buying behavior and participate. So we've been very fortunate and we've seen it work. and We're now seeing it work across uh, tens of countries in uh, three continents. And by working with the world's largest merchants, we're also bringing them into the ecosystem. So it's not just the banks that are funding rewards through interchange or through their own costs. We're actually bringing in third parties to accelerate the earnings that the consumers can make to reduce the cost of loyalties for the banks and actually turn it into a revenue center for them.
1: That's great. Really like what you're doing there on the consumer side. Um, You can do good by doing good business. And so let's talk a little bit about um, rewards partnership with Visa. Can you describe what it offers issuers or you know, some of our bank clients and also merchants for that matter in terms of loyalty and how you're sort of um, bringing value to this broader ecosystem? You've talked about the consumer, the issuer is part of it as well, and so is the merchant. How is this partnership with Visa helping you bring value to this, uh, the broader ecosystem? We're very proud to work with Visa.
0: Uh, in Europe, in Semia and Asia Pacific. Uh, And the goal is to drive NPS for the, the issuers, drive card usage and spend, drive cross product holding, reduction in customer attrition, and an increase in lifetime value. So there are some really, really big goals that we've got. And we believe that a good customer engagement program can unlock all of them. And in fact, we'll talk a little bit later about how we've proven that to be the case. In the UK, we've teamed up with Visa to deliver a program for their largest issuer, Barclays Bank. And that is a bank-wide loyalty program and benefits program to reward consumers for for everyday spending, for taking out direct debits, for taking out loans and mortgages. Uh, In France, we're working together to deliver a reward program for all Visa cardholders who are visiting Paris for the Olympics uh, in 2024. Uh, In Asia, we're boosting Visa cardholder rewards when they're shopping in our merchant network. And I guess most excitingly, in Semia, we're rolling out our global merchant marketplace product together. And that global merchant marketplace is 200 of the world's largest retailers where we work with them to understand how consumers are spending. Visa cardholders are spending with them. And then we create unique offers that are available only for Visa issuers, that they can then push out to their consumers. And within 12 to 16 weeks, a visa issuer can be promoting a best-in-class, hyper-personalized offer from the region's leading merchants that will drive cardholder usage and spend and preference. And this is all funded by the merchant. You see, it seems like nearly every issuer in the UAE and most in the GCC have some type of reward program partly funded by Interchange. It's now become a hygiene factor. And we've spoken to a lot of issuers and they're saying, how do I differentiate myself? How can I get my consumers to engage with me more, use their debit and credit card more? And they're seeing that the Global Merchant Marketplace product is a great way to help them fund rewards for their customers delivered through a trusted partner, which is Visa, and it's a plug in place solution all through APIs. You asked, sorry Otto, about what do we do for merchants? Well, it's really important to create a win-win-win, a win for the issuer, which is obvious. You're gonna drive more card hold usage, more spend, uh, greater engagement with the consumer. The consumers obviously are gonna earn more because not only are they being rewarded from the issuer on the card spend, but they're also being rewarded by the merchant for their spend within our network. And then for the merchants, We're telling them data-led stories about these customers to drive incremental sales into their stores. And because we're doing it across 20 countries, because we're doing it for tens of millions of customers, we are a very powerful advertising channel for them to drive sales at scale.
1: That's excellent. I really like the principle of a win for all stakeholders. And you had mentioned uh, earlier, Gavin, uh, a seamless customer experience. Can you walk us through what this experience is like from the cardholder's perspective? Sure, and you're absolutely
0: right. It all comes down to two things, the rewards and the delivery mechanic. So we're able to unlock the power of transactional data to create hyper-relevant personalized offers from leading merchants that we're able to make available to your issuers. Your issuers are then able to promote these personalized offers digitally to the cardholders. And when the cardholder shops, we're able to reward them automatically through the Visa Offers platform in the form of statement credits on their on their bank. So a consumer has already got the card, they don't need to have a second card, they don't need to download an, another app, they don't need to download a, a separate digital loyalty card into their wallet. It just happens automatically. They get promoted an offer. They shop online or in-store at that merchant, and automatically, thanks to Visa, they will be given an additional reward over and above the one that the bank is already offering them. And this reward comes from hundreds of the biggest merchants in the Middle East, from Alpha Tame Group to Landmark, McDonald's to Deliveroo. Consumers are going to be able to be rewarded from almost any place that they shop, making everyday spending more rewarding
1: that's an incredible experience and you know powered by visa capabilities link your card and you know automatically uh, get your offers fulfilled using the rewards platform and solution as well you've had some great track record in europe you've had some good successes there what have you been able to achieve can you tell us a little bit more about that sure well uh what i'm
0: most proud of achieving is that we've given over a billion dollars back in rewards to consumers from tens of millions of customers who are uh, enjoying our programs. Um, We provide loyalty programs for half of the leading banks in the UK uh, and driven them billions of dollars of cross product holdings and longer tenure uh, and card usage. Um, We've won over 20 times at the Card and Payment Awards, uh, which is the industry's Oscars. Uh, including best loyalty, best benefit, best credit, best debit, best marketing programs. Um, So from a company perspective, we've been recognized by the industry, and that's really humbling for us. Uh, From the consumer, we've seen that we've been able to, to give great value. But I think for your issuers who are listening, I think the thing that we've been able to do and actually have proof points is is demonstrate that we've been able to drive increase in NPS. In fact, consumers within our program have an average of 20 points higher NPS than outside. We're seeing a 30% lower customer churn within our program than outside of the program. We're seeing that customers are earning over $100 in uh, program rewards. Uh, We've seen that the campaigns have led to 60% increase in card spend, and the program's achieved a 15% year-on-year increase in customer program engagement. So we're seeing that the consumers are liking the program they're changing the behavior which is to the benefit of the bank we're seeing them shopping at participating retailers driving incremental sales which then unlocks the rewards and then we're seeing the consumers enjoying billions of dollars worth of rewards so we've we've had a lot of success in in Europe and now we're looking forward to replicating that success in semia with you
1: that's amazing i think That Samir has a lot to look forward to, Gavin, when it comes to this program, and I really encourage anyone that's listening who's interested in finding out more to get in touch with their business development leader at Visa and see how the global merchant marketplace can help their business and drive uh, great experiences for cardholders as well. Thank you so much, Gavin. It's been a real pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you, Otto. Good to speak to you, too.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Visa Navigate Samia podcast. We'll be back soon with yet another exciting episode. Until then, don't forget to follow the show and tell us what you think by leaving us a rating or your comments. You can also subscribe to our newsletter by visiting navigate.visa.com forward slash Samia.